0: Good afternoon, everybody. This is Dawn with Watchwoman on the Wall. I got inside my car because it's a little quieter here. My daughter's asleep, and my other daughter will be home any minute. And I'm fighting against this winter light. These short, short days, and so I just got out of work a little while ago. It's good to be here with you all. This marks actually my 100th video, so all glory to God for that very um amazing astounded that something like um let me see if i can change the light a little bit because it's like showing one eye and not the other i might it might be the best i can do guys i'm sorry um so i'm just astounded by you know what started as a rapture dream one rapture dream turned into this channel i thought i would share that dream as the lord led me to uh a few years back uh, a couple years back and then it became As soon as I did that, he started sharing other things with me. Um, I often think it's because he was was testing my obedience to see if I would do that. And, I mean, he knows what we're going to do. But he was watching me go out on a limb and do something I've never done before. And after he did that, and after I did that and made the video, he started giving me dreams and he started giving me words and, you know, that kind of thing. So sometimes he... You know, asks us to make the first move, and then we make the first move, and then he make he asks us to make the second move, and so forth. And so this has been kind of a journey for me. Uh, but I am sorry, I've been out for the last what two two and a half weeks. But as you all know by now, I'm not going to share anything unless the Lord gives it to me. So I will wait and I will wait until the Lord gives me um, something and He gives me clearance to share it as well. Also, uh, I don't know if I've discussed this in the past, but just in the last few weeks, I've had these terrible neck uh, aches. They start out as aches in my neck and they move up into my head. And uh, I don't really know what that's about right now. But please, please pray for me. It has caused me to, it's affected my whole life in the sense that uh, I can't sleep at night for the pain. It starts in, the, sometimes I it develops as I'm lying there need to have, uh, change a pillow. I don't know. Um, but I've, I've had them day and night. And so it'll keep me from sleeping at night. And then I won't get much sleep. And therefore, um, I've noticed it, my dreams have dropped off because I'm just not asleep much. And then in the daytime, I'm just in a fog. So it's affected the way that I pray and how I engage with the Lord. I've had to get off my bed and, and or get off anything comfortable or even You know, when I'm kneeling and my eyes are shut, I feel myself slipping into sleep. And so I've had to make myself march around the room and pray anything to keep moving. So uh, I do believe it's also spiritual. The enemy doesn't want us. Um, He doesn't want us dreaming. Yes. But he also doesn't want us um, talking to Jesus. He doesn't want us talking to the Lord. He doesn't want us doing warfare because that's what um, prayer can be. Can be all kinds of things but especially it can be it's close fellowship with the lord but it's also warfare the enemy hates that so um this morning okay i'm gonna back this up and say in the last couple of weeks i haven't been great about my email i've tried and i've kept up with reading it and some responses and replies but i had this one um beautiful sister in christ um, and her name, her, her name um, came over to me on the email Rainbow Zoo Z-H-O-U, beautiful, um, beautiful lady. And she wanted to share with me uh, an email, and she sent me a couple of emails, and she wanted to share with me links to a couple of videos she had made in response to the last video I did about grace and what it really means to understand the concept of grace and that you can't fully understand, um, salvation without understanding grace. And, uh, these were, I'm going to put a, uh, in the description box, I'll put both her videos that she did on grace, part one and part two, um, in it. So you can check her, her channel out and subscribe to her. Uh, very solid, solid biblical, um, work that she gave, uh, word that she gave so anyway i had not looked at it i had not had a chance or i was ill or whatever just something would always come up and i couldn't watch these two videos well uh, this morning i did and now normally i'm not very good about like taking notes uh, when i watch videos but for whatever reason the lord prompted me to take notes on what stood out to me so i was taking notes and i decided to respond to her when i had a chance so on my lunch break i responded to her And as I was responding to her, I mentioned the notes. I brought up the points that I wanted to um, say that I noted. And as I was doing that, the Lord reminded me, because of her video, about a dream I had last night. And instantly, as soon as I typed out what it was, um, that the point that I wanted to um, bring up that she'd made, um, I instantly remembered the dream and its importance. And it flooded back. And the Lord um, showed me, um, he, re, he, re, he kind of gave me a memory recall, and I remember the dream very, very well. And then he showed me what it was all about. And now my husband, um, I don't know if you've noticed, but lately it seems like he's, the Lord has just kind of imparted um, some dream interpretation to him as well. So he listened to my dream and made some good points too. But I'm going to give you my dream, but I find it interesting that the Lord had me wait two solid weeks and now last night i prayed before i went to bed i said lord i don't i i've been in a fog i know it's physical i know it's spiritual but i can't hear you and um I, I am in desperate need of encouragement because i would pick up my word and you just ever have like a season where you don't hear from the lord and no matter what you do you're just not inspired and you don't know why but there seems to be a block there seems to be a wall there and you can't hear them and your prayer life is foggy and um, there are many factors to that. It's not always just spiritual. I know I was physically exhausted, but it can be very much uh, spiritual, and I prayed for him to, I said, if you can't get to me in my waking hours, please get to me in my sleeping hours, and so he did. He honored that, and so he waited two weeks to give me, um, you know, for me to hear from him in that way, and you know, at this point, I know those are seasons. I recognize those as seasons. And I don't try not to get too discouraged because the Lord, um, he does that. He does that because he wants us to rely upon him. And um, I think he He takes great joy in watching us by faith, not hearing too much from him, decide daily, almost moment by moment, that we're going to trust what he says, regardless of how we feel. And so um, that's what happened. I had this dream. Um, he finally, he decided to give me this dream. But this, the interesting thing is, he knew he was going to give me this dream um, two weeks ago. He, Whenever, he knew he was going to give me this dream. And he knew that I wasn't going to watch that video. I specifically had no time or whatever. He knew I was going to, I was supposed to watch that video, if you will, today, after the dream. And so she was talking about, um, well, I will get into what she spoke of. And I'll tell you after this dream, why It reminded me of my dream. So I dreamt I was in a home, my home, and I lived by the sea. Now, I don't know if this was a lake or an ocean, but it was a body of water. Now, inside the home, in my living room, there was this tunnel, and it was dark, and it was leading up to this mountain, um, which is so strange. This, This tunnel opened up into my living room, and now I could start, I started to hear these rumbles in the tunnel like a warning shot and feeling shaking in the ground, including in the living room. I could feel shaking caused by this tunnel. So I knew something was going to come down through this tunnel and appear. And uh, sure enough, I started to see red lava flowing into the living room down through this tunnel. Um, at this point, I yelled at my husband to grab what we could because we had to leave. So I started grabbing my, it looked like a bomb had gone off in my living room. There were like shirts and clothing and picture books, like photo albums all over the living room. All these things in the living room, possessions just lying strewn all over the room. And I snatched what I could and he, he grabbed what he could. And at the just mere inches away from my suitcase, um, this lava was, it was just a few inches from my suitcase. I snatched the suitcase and we ran out the door. So I knew we had to get away from the water. For some reason, I knew also that the water was a problem. And so we threw everything we had managed to grab into my husband's car and we drove off. However, we didn't get very far before we ran out of gas and the car stopped. Now at this point, a man drove up in a small cart and offered to make a sales trade with us. I was quick to point out that the cart wouldn't get us far because it's gas tank was so small. But my husband agreed to trade vehicles and we jumped into the cart and we drove off. It went quite a ways before I finally woke up. And that was my dream. I want to take my time on this dream because several there are several elements to this dream. What this girl, uh, her name is Rainbow Zoo and her channel name is Rainbow Jesus Sunflower Girl. and um, What she had sent me she had talked about, there was this one analogy she made about the Holy Spirit when we are doing something in our own strength, and but we need to be filled by the Holy Spirit. And she used the analogy of a gas tank. She used the word petrol because that's how they speak. I think she is Chinese. Uh, but she said, she was talking about when our tank is empty and how the Holy Spirit will fill us. He's like, your petrol. We won't get, get very far without gas, will we? So when she said that, That's when I realized, as I was writing back to her about that point, that this dream, I had this dream. The Lord, he doesn't create mistakes. And, uh, you know, the Lord is also, he has humor. Because soon after this, I got an email from a friend, Chuck. Hi, Chuck. I got a friend from him saying he was out of, he was running on fumes. And I had to laugh because that's the perfect analogy for this dream, running on fumes. I want to talk about that today because many of us are feeling this way. Um, I dreamt I was in a home by the sea. This was my home, but in the dream, I believe it symbolized my mind. And I was next to water. And as I've said in many dreams before, water usually um, represents um the sea of people it's a it's it's a people group i was i was right next to people um there was a dark tunnel leading um up to a mountain and i could hear the warning. so i was hearing the warning rumbles of uh, of what was to come and i was feeling the shaking and we are doing that right now in the time that we live in we're hearing and seeing so many things we never thought we'd see and hear That scream that um, trouble is coming, that the tribulation, that time of Jacob's trouble is coming, but we're still here. And this is all um, playing out, too, as we listen to people around us. And there is a lot of noise. There is a lot of noise. Now, I'm, you know, on YouTube and I'm doing a channel and I'm telling you what the Lord is giving me, but I'm going to be very frank with you. In the last few weeks, my desire for news, and J.D. Farag touched on this, news without the knowledge of Jesus Christ coming is just information. And when we are only filling our minds with information and not the word of God, we start to become overly reliant. It may not be that we're intentionally trying to be over-reliant, but it just happens. And it's been, it was happening to me. I found myself picking up my phone for news for more information. And I don't know if knowing more is, gives us a sense of power, but honestly, the more I knew, the more powerless I began to feel. I want to repeat that. The more I knew about what was going on in the world, not that I was trying to ignore what was going on in the world. Um, I'm not suggesting that you do that, but the more that I strove to know, strived, strive to know, the more powerless I felt and the more fearful I felt. And I was getting a little off course. I was, you know, finding my information from the world. And the Lord, you know, he, he can use people to give you very valid information. But if you're not checking it against the Word of God, or if you're spending more time doing that than seeking out the Word of God, the answers in the Word of God, then you're going to get off course and you're going to lose your balance, your equilibrium. So I started feeling that shaking in this dream. Sure enough, the lava came. Now this is the trouble that's happening. The difference is that this wasn't just happening in the world. This was happening in my home. The home being my mind, my heart, my um, the seat of my mind, will, and emotions uh, was in trouble. And so I had to get out of there, but I also had to get away from the water, which, like I told you before, represented the sea, the sea of people. Um, So that's the sea of information we're getting, the noises. Would I just, I would be, I know it's going to sound funny coming from a watch person, a watch woman or watch man, but I would suggest um, if you're feeling overwhelmed by all this information, and even before you ever feel overwhelmed, walk away, turn off your TV, Turn off your phone or just walk away from it. Put it down and pick up your word. Pick up the Bible. Start talking to Jesus. Start getting in your word. Start reading his promises. Start listening to him. Okay, so in the dream, I ran around collecting my possessions. Things I thought I had to have and told my husband to do the same. And I know that there's nothing wrong with, um, you know, trying to plan but we have gotten to a point where we're planning for every contingency because we think we have to do these things in our own strength. Somehow, um, no one else is watching for me out for me. I have to watch out for myself. There's a difference between wisdom and preparation. And I feel like I'm prepping in a lot of ways for other people who may end up needing what I have later once I'm gone. But there is a difference between that And feeling like you have to be self reliant and getting your eyes off of God that way as well. So that's what I was doing in the dream. I was like, I was, you know, trying to salvage everything I could. And uh, my husband and I got into his car. And at this point, we didn't get very far because guess what? We were running on our own strength. I was running on my own strength. And this guy that shows up with his golf cart decides to trade cars with my husband and me, he came out of nowhere. And isn't that like the Lord, that he came right as we ran out of gas? When we get to the very end of our own strength, we realize uh, we can't do it. And, and we have to, I, won't, I don't like the word resort, but we realize Jesus steps in every time and he says, you don't have the strength. He says, cast your cares on me for I care for you. You know, that's that's the Jesus that we serve. You know, relying not on your own understanding. He says, acknowledge me and I'll make your path straight. Well, that's what he did. The man just showed up and I believe um, this is this is God intervening. Okay, this is where it gets good. God intervenes and he does it in a way that throws our conceptions out the window. We have this these misconceptions that uh, God's going to do something and he's going to do it. Like, I mean, we, we have misconceptions about how God's going to work. Okay. And so in this case, he gave me something that appeared to be useless, smaller evens, that it wasn't going to get me as far as I wanted to go. And I love it because you know what happened when we got into the golf cart or not the golf cart. I guess it was kind of like a golf cart, but it was engine gas run. I knew that much, but you know what happened? I had to leave my things that I thought I needed behind. My husband and I had to walk away from those things and trust that we were going to have all we needed. We were going to be provided for in this new car. It was going to get us as far as we needed to go. And I love in the dream that I never, the, the cart never ran out of gas in my dream. We kept going. We, we left, we shedded all the things we thought we needed. And the Lord said, nope, I am enough. I am enough. Isn't that a powerful message? I'm just blown away by it. What's incredible is I was thinking about as I had watched, um, I'd watched Chosen 3 yesterday, the first and second episode. And you guys, if you don't like that show, that's fine. But I watched it. And what was interesting is he was telling them, the disciples when he was pairing them off two by two to go um, out to different regions, you're splitting them up into different regions and telling them, look, just take your sandals, the clothing on your back, and that's it. And you don't take a second pair of clothing. Don't, you know, don't do this, don't do that. Don't take all these things that you think you need, you know. Um, you will go to a village, and if they receive you, great. Give them the gospel. If they don't receive you, um, you know, let the sand fall off your sandals. Keep walking, basically." But he provided for their need. And it was stu- such a stunning moment for them because they realized, okay, I'm not equipped. And he didn't say that. I didn't pick you because you were, you know, students of the law. You know, I am the one who equips. And so when I had that dream and I was thinking about the cart and how it didn't have any extra features, it didn't even have room for my suitcase. I just had to laugh because the Lord, is, he, he loves to do that. He loves to prove himself to us. And that's what he wants to do. He wants to prove himself to us. He wants to strip us of all these things that hold us back or that we think we need. And he wants to be the one to provide for us. Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Now, practically, what does that look like? So, you know, I can't just tell you these these things and use spiritual ease and not tell you what to do or what that looks like. When we don't rely on our own strength anymore and we rely on him as our strength. Well, the Lord I started looking at some scriptures, the Lord just gave me a pattern. Um, these words each stood out in these scriptures. I want you to see if you can find them. Psalm 46:10 says, "Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Did you catch what he said? Be still. know that I am God. What's he want you to do? He wants you to get quiet. Get quiet before him. Turn off the appliances. Turn off the TVs and the phones. Even turn this off if it's distracting you. But go to a quiet place and be still. Settle your heart before the Lord. Talk to him. It says, and know that I am God. Understand that he has these things under control. He's our father. We don't need to have a 10-point plan on how we're going to survive, okay? He's going to see us through. All right? The next thing he sent me to, the next verse, was Isaiah 41.10. Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. What was the next step? Fear not. Not, Don't fear the enemy. Don't fear the enemy who can only take your body. Fear the one who can take your body and your soul. Now, God loves you, so you don't have to fear you're losing anything, losing your soul. But the point is to understand you're not to fear what the enemy can do. He says why you shouldn't fear. He says because I am with you. He's not going to leave you. Because I'm your God, because I will strengthen you, because I will help you, because I will uphold you. I will lift you up with my righteous right hand. Imagine, if you will, his massive hand. You're this little speck, which he absolutely loves and even died for. And he'd do it just for you if he had had to. But this is his hand. And this is you. And he has you in his hand. He will never let you go, and He can't even lose you between His fingers like sand or water. He can't. He will hold on to you. Isaiah twelve two is the last one. Carefully listen to this one. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song, and He has become my salvation. I think this is beautiful because if you were to take the comma between behold and God, what would you have? You'd have behold God. And I think, I'm not trying to change scripture, but I think it's beautiful that he used the word behold. Behold God is my salvation. Behold him. Behold how he has saved you. Behold what he has done to save you. And remember what he's about to save you from. He has become my salvation. He already did the work. Behold that. So remember, look upon God and what he has done for you in the past. That will remind you of your future with him. Okay, so that's a lot. That's just a long video. I didn't think it was going to be that long. I'm going to pray real quick. I encourage you to check out my sister's channel, Rainbow Jesus Sunflower Girl. Long title. I love it says her love for rainbows, Jesus, and sunflowers. What's not to love? I love that name. So I'm going to put her in the her two videos, part one and part two, in the description box. Again, I encourage you to listen. She's got a lot of good stuff in there. Um, I'm going to pray real quick. If you don't know Jesus, call upon his name. Believe upon Jesus for your salvation. He died on a cross for you. He loves you. He was raised three days later. Believe upon Him for your salvation. Believe that you have need of a Savior, and He will save you. Call upon Him today. Dear Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that these things come together the way that they do. God, you are so good. I I was jumping up and down and smiling when you showed me this earlier, and it, it was all I could do not to break away from work, you know, take off an hour and do this video, but God, in your wisdom... You have sewn everything together as you always do, like a tapestry. And you are absolutely amazing when you work like that. God, I give you all the glory, praise, and honor, Lord. Be with my family here on um, this platform. For everyone who is listening, I just pray a special blessing upon them, Lord, that you would um, give them hope and know that, Lord, they cannot rely on their own strength. But when they rely on your strength, Lord God, you will keep them safely in the palm of your hand. I thank you, Lord God, for the opportunity to be on this platform and to make these videos. And I can't believe I hit 100. I thank you for that. It's all glory to you, God. Maranatha, I pray you have a wonderful, blessed evening. Love you guys. Bye-bye.